0: I'm Brooke. And I'm Lauren. And together we've created Holistically Unfiltered. Be the change you see.
1: Build the world that you need. A space to have intentional, unfiltered conversations that help bridge the gap between health and wellness, expanding our consciousness, and learning new truths.
0: Our hope is to empower you to widen your perspective, take radical responsibility, and confidently jump into the driver's seat of your life.
1: We're so happy you're here. Let's jump right in. God. <laughs> <laughs> we are recording. What, what, first podcast?
0: <laughs> 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 okay, y'all, this is our first,
1: first oh, podcast. Gosh. How crazy, Lo, how crazy.
0: I know we'll get into this, I'm sure, but like we have talked about doing this for so long.
1: So long, like it feels... It feels crazy that we're even doing this right now. I know. So I'm
0: so excited because we decided for each, well, for each of us to get, a get to know you podcast episode, see what we're all about, see what the hell we're doing. Also swearing upcoming, like it's a thing. content. Honestly, it's, a,
1: it's, <laughs> it's unfiltered. That's what it's we are. It's unfiltered.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's why
1: we created unfiltered. <laughs> <laughs> so what
0: we're doing today is I will be interviewing Brooke. And we're so excited that this is our first podcast. So look out for Brooke interviewing me, but let's yeah, get to it be coming
1: next. Let's, let's get right
0: to in. it. Okay. So Brooke, hello. Yes. Hi. <laughs> Share with everyone what your sun, moon and rising sign is. we love to know it.
1: We love to know. Okay. So, sun sign is Pisces. Fellow love. Pisces in the hey, hey. For people who don't know, Lauren's also a Pisces. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, moon sign is Capricorn. So, I've been learning so love. much about that. And my rising is Aries. I love that. I love that. Quick side note when I was thinking that
0: we both have air, we're both water sun signs and air rising signs.
1: Oh, this makes so much sense. And I, I love, love that for our us. cross lovers. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> I love that. Okay. So then our second question. So we want to ask this for everyone. Sun, moon, rising, guest. Every guest. Yep. And then we also want to ask, what are you grateful for this week, this week only, and why? I want to know the why.
1: Okay. Um, I think this is going to be a given, but I'm very grateful for you mm. this week. <laughs> that's so nice (laughs) this is just like a dream come true and I'm so happy that I get to do it with you and I just like dude we've talked about having a podcast since first year university when we fell in love when our love story began it began talked about doing a podcast and to finally see it come to fruition and just know from where we were when we first wanted to do this to where we are now actually creating it I'm just so proud of the humans we've become and I can't wait to share this with the world so I'm feeling incredibly grateful around this whole situation
0: I love that when you said that divine timing just came up up, and I just like we were such well we'll look at this in five years and be like we were babies but like (laughs) we before this were babies so <laughs> we, were ba- we are babies we're a little babies <laughs> um okay thank you for oh, showing oh, oh oh, god <laughs> I do oh shoot I do oh man there's so many uni <laughs> things I'm sure we'll be I can't up. wait to discuss all of that on here I love it is there anything else you're grateful for is like that's the big that's a big that's thing the big you. one I big love one.
1: that that's I it. love it
0: cool <laughs> okay so like let's friggin' dive in let's do right. it Hit tell us with about yourself <laughs> we'll also be very musical <laughs> <laughs> spare birds and musicals it's kind of our thing <laughs> i love it but i want like because this is a get to know us episode get to know you episode tell us about yourself your childhood upbringing like take us like kind of through and like you know spill the tea yeah, how I'm are you too. here today who well, is Brooke Hagen? Who is Brooke Mackenzie Hagan?
1: Jesus. <laughs> that is a huge question. I just finished reading The Untethered Soul and the question of who am I has been yeah. weighing on my heart for yeah. a long time. But anyways, okay, so... That's a whole podcast in itself. <laughs> it is. We'll get to that. We'll get to that one. Uh, born in Burlington, Ontario. <laughs> Love it. So I am the first and the first child so the old oldest child of a big fam family. I've got a big blended family my parents had me and they never had any other kids it was just me and then both my parents remarried and now I have a whole whack of siblings and they're amazing and I wouldn't trade it for the entire world so I'm the oldest of six yeah six oldest of six of us there's a lot right I told you And so I grew up in a divorce family dynamic. Um, I'll shout out to my parents. They, when I think back to the divorce of my mom and dad, I don't really remember any of it. They were always so wonderful about that. So shout out to mom and dad. Thanks mom, and dad. Love you. And so I grew up in Burlington and then made the switch to Cambridge, spent most of my life to Cambridge. My mom moved to Cambridge, spent most of my life in there in there
0: <laughs> in in the box of Cambridge.
1: <laughs> it does feel like a, anybody who's listening to this that's from Cambridge is like, yeah, it's yeah. Box. Anyways. <laughs> uh went to high school, did all that kind of stuff. Then I went to University of Guelph, which is where I met you. Woo woo. Woo woo. And the whole university uh experience is a whole different topic. But oh, yeah. since university to rate right this moment, I would say is the biggest definer of who I am and how I got there over the course of my university career I gained around 60 to 70 pounds and it was heartbreaking and it was so hard to walk through uh that with that came a lot of negative self-talk a lot of just negativity low vibes kind of stuck if you will Mm -hmm. and then I know it seems not too far not too long ago or that we're kind of still in the middle of it but the pandemic hit. It forced me out of my crazy lifestyle. Before this, I was working full-time and part-time. So I was go, go, go. And then COVID hit and it forced me to stop and deal with the demons in my head, which I think it did for many people. Yeah. So through that, we experienced a bunch of breakdowns and we got uh, some help. I, I enrolled in like real live therapy and it changed my entire life. And mm-hmm. now sitting here today, I have officially lost 65 to 70 pounds and Amazing. walked through that. And yes, that is a physical journey, but it's just so much more. The mental and spiritual growth that happened has now led me to being passionate about health and fitness and well-being and everything that this podcast encompasses yeah is my jam because of everything that I walked through and I want to help inspire other women to live their best damn life
0: freaking retweet retweet, Retu- that was such a retweet <laughs> 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 I went with it. I went with it. Dude, yeah. Thank you. for that. <laughs> that was so powerful. And like, just, so this actually segues really nicely into my next question, because like, as your like best friend,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I like really, and I'm still in awe every day and just see you show up and like, know what you've been through just in the past five, not to say just, but just the past six years. And I know that's a yeah. big chunk of time, but like, I'll say August, 2019, I remember to like March, 2020 was like phase one. And then like March, 2020 to like now, like phase two or whatever you want to call it. And you've just like grown so much. And I'm so proud of you. you. And I know we say this every day, but like, (laughs) got to get it on record. Well, (laughs) I guess it's sort of on record. We used to mark. Well, we do Marco Polo every day. If anybody knows what that
1: is. Get the Uh, app. Connect with your friends on Marco Polo. It's amazing. Get it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So my next question is that just that you had a huge year in 2020. Mm -hmm. I think everyone in any regard had a huge year, whether it was good, bad, amazing, Mm -hmm. awful, like whatever emotion you want to attach to that. Mm -hmm. But can you talk about like 2020 or even like March, 2020 to March, 2021, whatever timeline you Mm want to look at, like Mm -hmm. what made you take the original like covid lockdown like you took it by the horns and recreated your life. Like can you walk? I know you kind of mentioned some things, but can you like walk in greater Absolutely. detail of that
1: yep for sure. So I was coming out of a pretty toxic relationship. And coming out of that, I was left with this incredible feeling of emptiness and just questioning who I was, what the heck I was doing and what I wanted to create. And I had to sit there and face myself which is the hardest thing to do because you can lie and put on this facade to people around you to you know hold back your inner truths because they're hard to face they're scary and they're painful and they hurt Mm -hmm. and so when you finally sit down and look yourself in the mirror and drop all the acts and and drop all the lies and get really really clear on what I was actually doing and how I was actually living, that's kind of where it all started to happen. So when that started to happen, uh, the first wave was incredible negativity of, you know, like, oh my God, I can't believe I used to do things like that. I can't believe I used to, you know, speak to people that way or lie to people as much as I did, or just, all of the negativity. So I really struggled with that actually in the very beginning. It was, I felt like I was just in this never ending tornado. I wasn't going to get out of it. I was just stuck in this like negative rut and I'd been to therapy before in my life, but it was kind of, I don't want to say that, I don't want to use the word forced, but it was slightly forced upon me to go Mm -hmm. to therapy. So if anybody's ever been to therapy, they know that if you're forced into it, it's not as Um, it has to be your idea. Yeah. It's not as beneficial as if it doesn't come from a desire of wanting it. Yeah, And so I think I had finally hit a point of, okay, I can't do this alone. I have to do this with a professional. And so I got connected to a therapist who has changed my entire life. I absolutely love her. We had a great connection and I was doing therapy like pretty heavily, like two times a week at the beginning. And then that fizzled out into, you know, uh, twice a month and then once a month and then twice every three months and yada, yada, yada. So Mm. through therapy is when I started to learn, um, core beliefs and value systems and, and the beliefs that we hold in ourselves that we don't even realize. And they usually come from childhood. So she helped me discover my, um, my core belief, which I'm happy to share. And my core belief used to be that I was not worthy enough. I didn't Mm -hmm. deserve good things. And so because of that, I was essentially cock blocking any (laughs) good thing that was coming my way because at the core, I didn't believe that I deserved it. And so working with her, I was able to really change that narrative. And she put it in perspective and this is something I want to share because this might resonate with someone, but Mm -hmm. As we go through life, every single day, we have the opportunity to put on a new pair of glasses. So when she says glasses, she's actually referring to your perspective and the way that you see things. And that can change in an instant. You can take your glasses off and put on new glasses any moment you want. But just to make it easy, at the very beginning, as soon as you open your eyes in the morning, you do have a choice to see in which way you view the world around you and I was before this in such a victim mindset, like everything was happening to me. Nothing was happening for me. And through therapy, that's that narrative switched and everything started happening for me, not to me, which then transitioned me more into a growth mindset. And I got very clear on where I was and I was like, okay, we're at the starting line of something That is going to be huge. And I felt it. I felt that it was going to be a big transformation. I knew it was going to take a lot of time, but I was ready to enjoy every single aspect of the journey. And I think that that is what was so different than before, because I feel like my whole life has been this game of trying to lose weight. I've just wanted to be littler. I wanted to be skinnier. I wanted to be stronger. And I only was focusing on the end goal And I didn't focus on the journey. And this is what was different because I started focusing on the journey. And then I realized that when you set out to accomplish anything, it doesn't have to just be losing weight. But in my case, it was so much more comes into play than just your actual goal. So through losing weight, I discovered how to in- heal my inner child, what the hell even is an inner child, <laughs> attachment styles, love languages. Like I just learned myself on a whole new playing field that I had never done before. And that has aided into where I am right now and why I am the person that I have now become.
0: Dude, <laughs> like what? Okay. First of all, like, because I knew, I knew all of this. Mm-hmm. But that was just such a profound way of explaining everything. Like, I can't wait to listen back because I love how you emphasized the mental and energetic work because oh, we yeah. all are so physical in our bodies when really we do need to look at the mental and energetics of things, because that's often where the blocks are. Like Right. You said.
1: And I think that that's such a big topic that's just blown right past. And it's probably because it's not. At, at first glance it's not tangible it's not yeah. something you can touch it's yeah. only something you can feel and in order to feel that you have to reach a certain level of awareness which is pretty hard mm-hmm. in the not hard it, it's attainable from anyone but mm-hmm. the average person who is I'll say living in a 3D world so like you are cons- you're consuming and when you think of social media most of it is negativity so we're stuck in a loop and yep. so it's really, really important to get to a level of awareness where you understand that the feelings that come in, into play are an even bigger aspect of your life than the physical world. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and it's like it's almost like looking at yourself at such a deeper level. Like I think some people, I can speak to this. I'm sure you can like don't even want to physically look at themselves, let alone like look at themselves on such that deeper level that again, that's where the growth lies and all the lessons are.
1: It's absolutely terrifying. Like I said, like that was the worst and scariest part for me was right at the very beginning when it's like getting vulnerable with yourself in the mirror. It's hard Mm -hmm. to do.
0: Yeah. Okay. So talk about that. Like you were saying your, you know, what was really a big block was like that you weren't worthy. And I can really resonate with that with some of the work that I'm doing. Like what were some of the maybe mantras, affirmations, practices that you did to walk through that?
1: So I really leaned into affirmations. I knew about them before. I never really took them seriously, but I leaned really heavily into affirmations that when thoughts came into my head that were negative and that I didn't deserve something, I would combat it with, I am worthy. I am smart enough. I am beautiful enough. Not beautiful enough. I am beautiful, period. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. (laughs) And I really, every time that happened, I really switch the narrative whether or not in the moment i believed it at not, at, or not at first because mm-hmm. when you first start using affirmations it's like yeah what the frick ever yeah but when you keep it consistent it's just like anything when you try to change something consistency is key and when you stay consistent with these things you truly start to rewrite this narrative and you mm-hmm. feel an inner shift like yeah. things truly change inside and things get brighter around you you see things in new ways you may see something that you've looked at your entire life and now all of a sudden you see it in a whole new light and it's just an incredible incredible journey so for mm-hmm. me it was a lot of digging into my inner child with my therapist i didn't understand inner child i didn't yeah. know that it could affect your entire life and yeah. not could it can and it does yeah yeah <laughs> it does <laughs> impact your entire life so really understanding what it was how old mine was mine for the reference mine is seven my inner Mm -hmm. child is seven years old and everyone's will be different everyone's will be different that's usually when um your inner child's age is usually when you experience the most amount of trauma or that type of stuff Mm -hmm. so like a big moment a big big moment so for Mm me um I was when I was seven was when all of my siblings started to be born, and before that, I lived seven years as an only child. And and those are formative years, huge. Like they're the formative years. Yeah, you are a sponge, and I was living in a divorced family dynamic. So I was travel. I was back and forth between houses every two weeks, and it was hard. It was really hard. And when you're at that age, you don't know it's hard. You don't know how to communicate how you're feeling. You you're don't just know like are long. You're long. You're yeah, like- you're just like bopping around. You're trying to make sense of the world around you and dynamics are at play that, you know, I don't like if my parents are listening to this, I don't want them to be like, oh my God, I traumatized her. But because our parents are just humans and yeah. they were doing the best they could with yeah. the information they had and at the time of their life they were in. Amen. So, And that's, that's such an important part of it because you can't blame anyone. There's no blaming. It's not your fault. You are like this, but it is your responsibility to fix it.
0: I love that. I love that. And I wanted to like when a couple points back when you were talking about like your affirmations and even if you weren't feeling it in the moment, something that I'm learning right now too, through some work I'm doing and podcasts, I'm listening to Um, it's like, you're literally changing your neural pathways. Like you are literally rewiring your brain. I can't even say the word (laughs) rewiring your brain science, science. Like I am, (laughs) we are no scientists, but this kind of ish gets us excited. But like to understand it, it's like, whoa, but just that that's so, I just want people to realize that like, you are not stuck in your ways. You are not
1: what your families are. Like you are you. (laughs) Exactly. every time you use an affirmation every time you write an I am statement you mm-hmm. are on some level rewiring the way that you have been structured until this point so yeah. when it comes to making lasting change that those are the types of tools you want to incorporate in your everyday life mm-hmm. and these yeah. are now seen as woo-woo topics oh, but hell yeah <laughs> they need we need to normalize them we need hmm. to normalize it ama- among men and women because yeah. they are so everyone. like transformative and powerful for yeah. everyone who's walking this planet
0: and I would argue or not I don't know why I said argue we're not <laughs> arguing here I would <laughs>
1: say I would say that like people would
0: kind of maybe see that as oh you're being positive oh that's a oh, toxic positive and then you get toxic I literally can't speak today <laughs> toxic positivity in there but really it is like you're changing
1: absolutely your neural and pathways. toxic positivity it, truly does exist. And Mm -hmm. I I think toxic positivity models closely to gaslighting. Yeah. Very, very similar to gaslighting, which is something I have experienced heavily in my life. And that is where it becomes damaging. Because when someone is experiencing real life depression and anxiety and you tell them to just be positive, like that is toxic. That's absolutely toxic. There's a different there's a difference between uh, sunshine and rainbows all day yeah. long and just completely avoiding somebody's feelings and invalidating them and making them feel less than like yeah. that's there's two two very different things.
0: For sure. So do those I am statements everyone do that I like to think yeah. of them as like the super like or like no the Wonder Woman pose like get your hands on your
1: hips, do yep. the stance, look yourself in the mirror. Yeah. And, and, and the, the best about these is that they are they can be public. You can write them down and you can put them up on your walls and they can be private. This is stuff that you can do in your head and you don't even have to vocalize anything. Is it beneficial to speak it out into the universe? Absolutely. But if you are in the grocery store and you have the sudden thought, you have the ability to do I am statements and, um, what are they called? Affirmations. Yes. Right, right there in between the Mayo and the ketchup. I love that. You can do
0: that. Do it in the condiment aisle people. (laughs) On the health yes. food aisle, if you're <laughs> grabbing your ice cream, whatever you need. <laughs> am I worthy of this ice cream? Hell yes, yes I am. <laughs> okay. I love, I love all of that. Okay. So this again, kind of like segues into my next question, which is again, kind of a big, big mm-hmm. question, but like, yep. and I know affirmations can kind of be under like your resources tool section, but like, what are some of your favorite resources, tools, books that you've you use daily or that you have just seen profound results from like throughout this past year
1: okay so this is my favorite topic thank you for asking this question (laughs) (laughs) if you don't own a journal you need to buy one i love how serious you got because (laughs) oh my god you guys (laughs) This, this girl journals so much
0: I love that that was your first like
1: let me tell you let me put you on get to a dollar store and buy a journal doesn't have to be fancy no it does not have to be fancy but honestly journaling has been the key to my success A, a bunch of them but I hang my hat on journaling it's just a place where you can be and exist unfiltered exactly how you are without the fear of people's judgments Mm -hmm. you can just write exactly what's on your heart because let's be honest we all walk around with things in our heads that we don't want anyone else to know but it doesn't do us any good to keep that locked inside. All that does is store energy. And it's usually negative energy, just chilling in your body. And there's no reason for that. There's absolutely no reason for that to be taking up. It's such a release.
0: Like even I found I was anxious and I'm like, go to your journal, just write it out and it just get it on paper. Here's why. And it's
1: incredible to say three months go by. This was the coolest part for me. I actually did it the other day. I went back to one year ago because I started like heavily writing March, 2020, right right when the pandemic hit was when I heavily started writing about just everything in my journal. And so I've gone back and I got to read my transformation because I journaled every single day of that year, like 365 pages of written word of what I was feeling that day, what I was working through, what things I wanted to let go, what things I wanted to bring more into my life, what new changes I wanted to, like everything is in there. And that is so powerful. Like this podcast, there's traces of this idea for a podcast in my journal. How yeah. cool is that?
0: That's wild.
1: So, in my journal, so to get more specific, what I do in my journal is mm-hmm. a, a bunch of different things. First of all, if so, first step, get yourself a freaking journal. Second one. step, get yourself a gratitude practice. Mm-hmm. So, I do that in my journal every single day. I write out five things I'm grateful for that happened within the last 24 hours. So, mm. I do yeah. the last 24 hours part because it makes me so. Now that it's a, a habit in my head, it's gonna. It'll be a little tough the first couple of days, like no lies about it. Yeah. But yeah. after it becomes a habit it gets you in the habit of looking for the little things Mm -hmm. daily that you're grateful for. And when you're in that, you then become more joyful for the small things in life and you're in that mindset. So when you're in that mindset, and this is going to segue perfect into the next part, which is manifestation. Mm -hmm. You, When you are in that gratitude, uplifted, abundant mindset, which is what gratitude does for you, your manifestations are attracted to you at lightning speed. You're in receiving mode. Exactly. You're in alignment with the universe and you're Mm -hmm. ready to receive when you're practicing gratitude. Mm -hmm. And that's what I felt was just so powerful for me. So I would practice gratitude. I would manifest. So the way that I manifest is I write as if the thing has already happened. So love that. this is pretty cool. I looked back in my journal and for the whole year, the whole year I was writing, I lost 60 pounds. Mm-hmm. I lost 60 pounds. And now that I'm at between 65 and 70 pounds, I'm looking back at that being like, holy shit, I yeah. did it. You are living I- it did it. Like it it happened. And it's like, yeah, some people, you know, manifestation is a, is a hot topic. And it's like, of course, things don't just fall into your lap. You have to put the action steps. inspired action. Exactly. To put you in alignment with the manifestations you're, you're wanting, but yeah, yeah. So those are, those are the things that I did and they seem small, but like I said, when they are stacked on top of each other as stackable habits and you use them consistently, they create insane change,
0: insane. And just changes your day. Like to like, that has been something I I journal on and off. I need to get back into the daily and gratitude, but like Mm -hmm. to start your day off, or if you end your day that way, like that's such a beautiful way to do that, especially like with the gratitude practice, like looking at those little baby things, because especially this past year, like we haven't been able to go on big trips or we maybe haven't been able to do the things we normally do or the big moments. We haven't been
1: able to connect with the people that are so close to us. Like exactly our basic connectiveness got stripped away from us in the blink of an eye. And that has been detrimental to everyone. And the thing that I have learned through journaling in this last year Mm -hmm. is that, at the end of the day, when, even though we love connecting with everyone around us, if we cannot connect to our own selves, there Mm -hmm. is a limit to which Mm -hmm. we can connect with the outside world. And I don't want any limits on that. And I realized that the deeper I connect with myself is actually at which the level I can connect with the outside world. So as as well, I'm willing to go deep is as high as I will go out there. And there's a block that it's a, it's a, it's a balancing act really of the two.
0: That's amazing. I love that, dude. I feel like I'm in like a session. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Oh my God, I need to do that because that's something again. But I mean, that's totally true. And I mean, like, even for me, it's like the cup of coffee in the morning, like yeah, really, really loving those little, little moments because that is what we have at the end of the day is like the little daily things and not, always the big trip or always the exactly. event the or whatever small
1: little things. And like, we can't, per- we can't go around pretending like tomorrow's guaranteed because it's not. So it's, it's so much more beneficial to find joy in the little baby things and squeeze every ounce of joy out of every 24 hours you are gifted. Mm,
0: I love that
1: so much. <laughs> okay. What about books? How what odd. have you been reading <laughs> books on books on books so all the books <laughs> I'm not the greatest reader but over this past year I've definitely strengthened that ability because of how amazing much I've done. so I think I dipped my toes in the self-development self-healing type of genre of books that's my favorite genre to read like it doesn't mm-hmm. even matter I can't really read any other books like no I'm so invested in this part of life yeah I started with Rachel Hollis um Girl Wash Your Face. Yep. Or Girl Stop Apologizing. Which one was first? I think Girl Wash Your Face was first and then Girls yep. Yeah. Stop and then Girl apologizing. Stop Apologizing. Yeah. So I've read both of those and both of those changed. Just it changed my
0: because you read those in university.
1: Yeah. Uh, or late university? Late university. Late yeah. university. So Um, at that time I was still in, like I said before, like my toxic, the toxic relationship that I was in. Um, and when I was reading those books, it started to like highlight things, but it didn't really change anything. So Mm -hmm. it started to allow me to see things in new perspectives. Mm -hmm. And then I read the power of now. And that book is as important as your dang journal, go get a journal and go buy that book power now. the power of now fundamentally changed who I was like, That's incredible. I, there's no other way of saying it. It just teaches you how there's absolutely no one else in this lifetime that is going to save you. And if you are wanting to create change and you're wanting to just, you know, shake things up and it doesn't even have to be big change. If you're just wanting to live in a different way, mm-hmm. then the only person who's capable of doing that is you or and just that- learn something new. Too. Exactly. So I that seems like a small teaching out of that book, but I swear that book will change lives, and it has yeah. already. So I just um, and I just finished the Untethered Soul. The I know Soul. I need to read yeah. both of those. That one, the Untethered Soul, uh, is a journey beyond yourself. So it's pretty deep. It gets pretty deep into like human existence. Wow. But it is also another one that. Is definitely a foundational piece for who i am now i just finished reading that like yesterday and i was talking to um Braden and sarah brandon and sarah are my best friend and my boyfriend <laughs> and, uh, i was talking to brayden and sarah about it and just was like guys i am not the same person that i was leading into reading this even a couple weeks ago and they wow. both were like yeah we know wow <laughs> we <were aware. laughs> that's incredible
0: because honestly both of those books have been on my list to read but they keep getting bumped Oh so, yeah. Put them key, up there and yes. prioritize
1: those. You, especially knowing you, you'll love those. Yeah. I'll freak yeah. out. <laughs>
0: yeah, you will. <laughs> okay. I love that. Okay. So I want to know what your new goals are. You've accomplished so
1: much. What that... the heck are you going to do now? <laughs> that actually is something that's like been, I'm excited to talk about this because I think with people who have gone through change and a lot of it, um, you get to the goal that you once had and you are now faced with this. What now, now what? Yeah. What now? What am I what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. So that was actually I had a pretty interesting relationship with that phase. I got a little, I would say, frustrated with where I was at. Not and like to anyone on the outside, they would have been like, This chick lost 65 pounds over the past year, completely changed everything just for context, I don't think we've mentioned this for our listeners. I lost 65 pounds. I changed my job. I moved out of the country. True. I- Not the country, the province. <laughs> Sorry, the province. The country. Moved on, moved on moved to the other, other side, side yeah. of the country. <laughs> um, entered into a new relationship and just had so like, so to say that I'm the same person is... Like the farthest thing from the truth. Like, I changed literally everything about me. Yeah. So, just for context. But, anyways, what was the question I'm forgetting now? Just like new goals or new New goals. Yeah. Okay. So, new goals is I think I was striving for, not was, I should say that I still am, but to lose the 100 pounds, the full 100 pounds. So that's actually something that I wanted to touch on because my relationship with weight loss and the gym and fitness, it has changed. And I Mm -hmm. think it's because of moving out to Vancouver. Everyone here is so active outside, outdoors. Whereas in Ontario, people definitely are active Mm -hmm. outside. Like that's not to say that they're not, but it's Mm -hmm. I was very much all of that weight loss transformation happened inside of a gym. Mm -hmm. Whereas now it's like, I've picked up running. I started astro yoga. I'm doing Brayden and I are now tennis players. Like there's so many ways that I have been learning how to you know, incorporate fitness. And that's what I want to say to people is that it does not have to look like just getting your butt into a gym. Gyms can be absolutely terrifying and fitness and wellness can be incorporated in your lives in so many different ways. So, so, so many different ways. I love that. So, that's and Just being is-
0: like in an inspiring place.
1: Yeah, you exactly. Exactly. So um, to get back to your question, a hundred full pounds lost and- what else? Holy, I did not come prepared for this. Come question. with the big
0: questions.
1: <laughs> you do, you want all I of like how tea. I look into my mic with
0: that. Like I can barely see it, but I'm like, <laughs> the big questions. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> Let me think on that one first. I think
0: too, like if I can interject, not having a goal every day or every moment or every whatever I think is also something that can be, like, and you do have a goal. Like you have the mm-hmm. goal of losing hundred pounds, but like- if it's one goal, if it's like, you know what? I'm just kind of vibing with life right now. I think that's Mm -hmm. something that like, we are so, especially around the new year, especially around whatever we are so ingrained to just always. And I mean, at the same time, improve yourself or like continually evolve, but like not always having maybe a million things that you're trying to do. And
1: I think that that's you. Cause I'm, I'm the person that the clock strikes 12 on midnight and New Year's Eve. And I'm yeah. like, woo, I have brand new goals and I've yeah. fallen off the wagon every freaking year. Yeah. So I am that person. So now I've been faced where it's like, I don't have that many goals because I'm truly just enjoying what is currently happening. You're but-
0: literally living the life that you, your goals yeah, like, evolved um, around.
1: Exactly. Like I wrote everything that's happening in my life currently was written in my journal as a manifestation. Mm. And they're all here. They're all happening at this time. Yeah. And it's just like, I am letting myself take that time to just fully to enjoy, enjoy it. Enjoy what, yes. what I created. Yeah. But to to answer again, because there definitely is more goals and yeah. this, this one is uh, career oriented and it's making making a career out of working for myself. That's the biggest one, which I've already embarked on. We're Mm -hmm. already making that happen. Just, Mm. you know, bigger and clearer vision. And I think a big one was this podcast too. And it's currently happening. So that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that
0: so much, dude. I love that. I
1: love (laughs) it.
0: Okay. So for someone who was maybe in a similar situation as you or um, is kind of, in the middle of everything, what would you tell them? And, or like, what would you tell yourself before you started on the journey that you like you did in the past over a year?
1: I would say, what would I say? I think I would say to (laughs) enjoy the journey, Mm -hmm. enjoy the process, looking at everything that you want to create in the next year or however long the timeline is for whoever's trying to make some change. Mm-hmm. All of the things on your list are going to overwhelm the hell out of you. You're mm-hmm. going to look at this and be like, this is way too dang hard. Like I mm-hmm. cannot do this. Take it one day at a time. Yeah. One day at a time, one action, many, many habits create huge change. Yeah. So for me, it was like, I want to lose weight. So what did that mean? I started drinking a crap ton of water. Mm -hmm. I was conscious about the food that was going in my body and it didn't happen overnight. It didn't even happen in six months. It happened in a year and it's still happening now. So it's, it's really about getting comfortable about loving every stage of the journey, because if you don't, then it's going to be a struggle no matter what. And you need to just embrace everything that's going to come with whatever you're trying to build. I love that. I love it so (laughs) much.
0: Okay. I have one more question for you. One
1: more. Okay. Tell us what the heck astro yoga is. Ah! (laughs) Okay. So this is so awesome. So many people have been asking me this. Okay. So astro yoga is not much different than normal yoga. It's the same practice, same type of, you know, poses, flows, all that type oh of stuff. But it brings the vibe of astrology in, which is something that over this Love. past year, <laughs> something over this past year, I have dived head first into because I really, for me, realized that I believe that there's a huge impact that the cosmos have on us. Like, we I mean, we're 70% water. So, right? the moon's so like, the pole. moon, like, every <laughs> and so, like, the reason we can exist here is gravity and each planet has a different gravitational pull and mm-hmm. those gravitational pulls affect our personalities in some way shape or form mm-hmm. and i stumbled upon astro yoga and astro yoga or sorry yoga is the practice of deepening your connection with yourself and the universe mm-hmm. and then you're going to add the layer of cosmos in and it's just like okay.
0: Literally blowing my brain because I've never heard of it before.
1: (laughs) I know. So depending on the season that you're in, the moon phase that you're in, there's different types of flows that you can do that really get you into that type of um, vibe that's happening with that season. So for Mm -hmm. right now, we're in Gemini season and Gemini governs our personal growth. Mm -hmm. So when you're doing some of these flows and these these poses you're really inside yourself paying attention to your breathing Mm -hmm. and you can once you just establish that connect that connectiveness to your inner knowing when you are flowing through these and thinking about your personal growth because that's the season that we're in you can truly feel what areas need some more love that's so cool there might be things that pop into your mind like Mm, my finances like for me this is what happened yesterday at the beach so yesterday at the beach (laughs) i was doing astro yoga amazing and i was in one of our poses that we were doing and finances popped right into my head and i was like okay Obviously, I meant to be focusing on this right now. So as I was doing some more flowing, it was just really coming more apparent that the transformation that I had on my physical body is now the transformation that I want to embark on on my personal finances and that part of growing because it's not about the numbers for me. It's about management and understanding Yeah, because let's be honest the dreams that we all have in life they don't happen without financial independence Mm -hmm. so it's a huge area to focus on and that's just so that's kind of what it comes up with so every season is a new part of your reality and your personality so there's 12 months every month is a different is a new season and they're different parts of your relationships or sorry of your being so Mm -hmm. one is relationships one is growth like I said one one is freedom it's career oriented everything mm-hmm. so each season is a new place to zone in for one month mm-hmm. and you get the opportunity to up level that part of your life and through Astro Yoga, it allows you to connect deeper into that realm
0: that is so cool
1: isn't it it's so cool because I've been a cool. yogi for like
0: 15 years I literally was a little baby 10 year old going to oh, yoga Oh, I could picture that so little, clearly. little baby going to yoga and then I just like I've always been into astrology and horoscopes mm-hmm. and all that but like you and I both know like we're diving in deep lately so like oh yeah putting those two together I'm like what are you I know
1: I can't <laughs> wait to keep teaching you you are gonna <laughs> love it I'm I think so everyone sad. can benefit from it oh my god absolutely well just like Yoga
0: is just such a beautiful practice. And I know there's so many people who are afraid to do it or feel like they can't or whatever whatever that point of view is. Mm-hmm. But then astrology, I'm even, you know, and I know you know this too. It's like a blueprint for your life. It's like, right? the it's more a, we look into it- It's another tool.
1: We just yeah. talked about tools. Yes. And I see it as another tool.
0: Absolutely. And just like figuring out who you are more, right? Like,
1: like I mean, that's what this whole- Thing of life truly is, is. <laughs> who am i <laughs> am i it's to the, answer biggest the bigger questions, questions. <laughs> yes. it's the biggest question and like the the question truly is as simple as you are you yeah. and we're growing and evolving and we change daily and adding, having tools and practices in your life, such mm-hmm. as astro yoga or even normal yoga or mm-hmm. meditating. I love meditating or yeah. cold exposure. There's so many different options that allow yes. you to sink deeper into your being. Yeah. And I just find that so powerful and so transformative. I love that. Amazing. I love us. I love us too. (laughs) Any
0: last words or like any lasting anything that you want to end this podcast on? The
1: first podcast, No Pressure. (laughs) I think I would just like to end with be kind. Oh, just like Ellen. Be kind. Be kind. Yeah. Oh, I also have that tattoo on my arm. You do. I was there with you. (laughs) Be kind to yourself, be kind to others. And yeah, yeah, be gentle on it. yourself and, and others. I love that and be curious. That's mm. actually what I want to say too. Be kind and curious. Be kind and be curious. I love that. Might drop the end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we out. We out. Well, thank you so much, Brooke. This was such, I feel like, not only a powerful first episode for us, like full on episode. But just like for your willingness to share and just be so open and honest. Like, I know that this will impact a lot of people when they find it. So. Thank, Thank you, so much.
1: you. I can't wait to interview you. Oh, oh that'll be up next.
0: <laughs> Stay tuned, everyone. We're getting used to all this like podcast lingo.
1: <laughs> yeah. And also like to our listeners, thanks for being here. This is going to yeah. be messy and, and unknown so fun. and imperfect, but I hope you guys are ready to grow with us because we are pumped. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks, Brookie. I love you. <laughs> love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. If you have any questions or ideas for a podcast topic, email us at holisticallyunfiltered at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at holistically.brook and
0: at holistically.lauren and on TikTok at holistically.unfiltered. Subscribe to our monthly email by clicking the link in the description. And subscribe, share with your friends and fam and leave us a review. See you next next time. time.